On this day, Feast of Saint John, Apostle and Evangelist, let's pray with the reading from the Holy Gospel according to Saint John, in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. On the first day of the week, Mary of Magdala went to Simon Peter and to the other disciple whom Jesus loved and told them, They have taken the Lord from the tomb, and we don't know where they put him. So Peter and the other disciple went out and came to the tomb. They both ran, but the other disciple ran faster than Peter and arrived at the tomb first. He bent down and saw the burial clothes there, but did not go in. When Simon Peter arrived after him, he went into the tomb and saw the burial clothes there, and the cloth that had covered his head, not with the burial clothes, but rolled up in a separate place. Then the other disciple also went in, the one who had arrived at the tomb first, and he saw and believed. The Gospel of the Lord. Today, within the octave of Christmas, we celebrate the feast of Saint John, the Evangelist. John's the one to whom the fourth gospel is attributed, together with three short but profound letters and the Revelation. However, in-depth and more recent research has shown that John can hardly be either the one who appears in the gospels or the beloved disciple referred to in his own gospel. Scholars are more inclined to think that it was someone from John's community, someone who upheld tradition but who didn't actually meet Jesus. Don't panic, I don't want to confuse you, I just want to teach you something you probably haven't heard before and may sound weird. As far as our faith and holiness are concerned, it doesn't matter so much who wrote the Gospels, but what he wrote. When something is true, it doesn't matter who speaks that truth, but what the truth really is. The important thing is that the Church, the community of believers, has acknowledged these writings as the Gospel of the Lord, as God's revelation. That's the only thing that matters, and what it does us so much good, beyond the specific historical facts. What really matters is that we celebrate God's works on humankind and that we can learn a little bit more about God and about what He desires from us every day. That's the essential. Happiness is only real when shared. There cannot be true happiness if we don't share it with somebody else, if the feeling isn't mutual. I remember when I was told I was going to be ordained a priest they asked me not to say anything because there were some requirements I had to comply with first. It was so hard for me. I had greeted the best news of my life with great delight, but I couldn't spread it to the ones I loved, to my family, to those I wanted to share it with. I knew from first-hand experience that happiness is only real when shared. I guess it might have happened to you sometime. Maybe. It isn't that you couldn't spread the news, but
but you couldn't do it at the very moment you heard it. It's only natural. The wonderful thing is to tell those we love about it, those we want to share our happiness with. That's the kind of joy the gospel brings. That's what the word of God teaches, especially with the accounts of the apparitions of Christ and Jesus, and what the gospel shows us today, though people were surely doubtful at first. It's the same type of joy that Sean's epistle expresses in today's first reading. We are writing this so that our joy may be complete. Pope Francis said something similar in one of his letters. The joy of the gospel fills the hearts and lives of all who encounter Jesus. Why do we proclaim the gospel? Why do we proclaim that we know Jesus? Why do we announce that we have met him, heard him, and touched him with our own hands? Not only for the sake of our own joy, but because if that joy doesn't reach those we know, it isn't complete. There's something missing. Maybe you felt that you wanted to live this Christmas differently, that you tried to slow down, that you didn't want this Christmas to be a frivolous festival, that you tried to talk to Jesus, that you tried to give it a new meaning, and your family was somewhere else, and other people didn't realize it. Your joy was joy, but it wasn't complete. There was something missing, and it was other people sharing that same joy. It happened to the first Christians. It happens to all of us, to all of us who have discovered Jesus, who have gradually fallen in love with Him, who contemplate Him, who see Him, hear Him, and touch Him. If all this happens to us, it's a good sign. It's not something to feel bitter about. It helps us realize that we are in love, and that we want other people to fall in love too. We want others to feel what we feel. We want to share our joy, and to live in communion with others. It's a great mystery, one that only few people can grapple with, only those who have received and accepted that grace and joy. This mystery is the engine of what the Gospel preaches, of the Church, of those who announce that Jesus was born, and that He died for us. It's the mystery of the Church family, which was founded by and for Jesus. It's the mystery of something that we have been living non-stop for over 2,000 years. It's thousands of hearts which have received that joy. How could it all be a lie, as some people say? Could all of us have been deceived? Can a lie last so long and so many people be fooled? Can religion be the opium of the people? Can the church be an invention to dominate us? Were the first Christians so evil, and are we so full? How can the joy of knowing that that little baby was born for each one of us be so fleeting and mundane? Do we live such joy? Do we know how to share it? How do we live it? It's only normal to feel gloomy when we see other people don't get it. Don't be distraught. It's part of God's announcement. Believing is a grace that we receive and a gift that we accept, not by force, but by joyful attraction. Only he who sees someone who believes can believe and feel joyful. There's no pressure, no passing judgment. Never forget this. In the meantime, announce. Announce a real Jesus, not a virtual one, 
a Jesus you could contemplate, see, hear, and touch with your own hands because somebody else announced him to you. That's how faith works. May we have a good day, and may the blessings of our merciful God, the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit descend upon our hearts and remain with us forever.